0: Three, two, one. Welcome to Tire Camel. I'm your host, Mohamed Shira, and I'm glad you're here. This podcast covers personal finance, professional growth, and paying it forward. We release a new episode every Wednesday. This is a bonus episode. In today's bonus episode, I'll discuss four lessons I've learned in 2020 and the most important areas to focus on for a successful 2021 and beyond. Lesson number one. The world is even more interconnected than many of us imagined. We truly live in a global village. 2020, what a year it's been. We started the year with vigor and all the expectations of a fantastic new decade. Vacations, weddings, graduations, home purchases, and many of the seminal life events were planned. Like many of you, I too had plans to visit many parts of the world for work, for work, for pleasure, um, to go see family. And of course, instead, we spent much of the year stuck in our homes, having to wear a mask when we step out, and needing to avoid contact with our friends and loved ones. All thanks to a novel virus that started in one corner of the world, quickly spread and shook the healthcare systems of the world's wealthiest nations to their very core. Rather than having all of the joyous and momentous occasions in in one's life, many millions of families have experienced grief and the sudden loss of their loved ones and relatives. Many more millions found themselves out of a job. None of that could have been planned for, and none of that could have been prevented and, and confined to just one part of the world. So for me, what I've learned is only through a united front humans overcome the challenges we face as a species. And for that reason, I truly believe the world is smaller than it had been, and will continue to get smaller than it is today. Now we are all interconnected. Lesson number two, the stock market is not the economy, which really laid bare a tale of two Americas. Despite the large scale devastation brought by the pandemic, over 300,000 dead, unemployment peak at 14.7% rates not seen since the record-keeping began, an economic contraction followed by a recession. The stock market reached record highs for 2020. At the same time, millions of Americans are hanging on by a thread, facing hunger and behind on their rents and mortgages. The pictures and videos of bread lines are hard to watch. It's worth to remember that about 45% of Americans are not invested in the stock market. For them, the pain has been real and immediate. Meanwhile, the other half of Americans were able to work from home and saw their net worth increase. A tale of two Americas. Lesson number three. No one is immune to unemployment. As the economy came to a screeching halt in the spring and early summer, millions of Americans across professions, industries, geographies, and educational levels quickly find themselves out of a job. These are not just salary and hourly workers, but people who are highly educated, who just by sheer uh, misfortune find themselves in industries that were disproportionately impacted by uh, the shutdown of the economy. And now all of a sudden we're facing job loss, we're facing not being able to pay their rent and mortgage right at the same time as most companies... We're hunkering down and rescinding job offers and just focusing on how to survive. Like you and I, companies also have to tighten their belts when things get rough. And typically payroll is the biggest expense that employers incur. So when the economy came to a halt, companies started laying off, furloughing employees, definitely freezing new hiring. And all of that caught many millions of people unawares and unprepared. And this is where my fourth lesson for 2020 really became crystallized for me. Lesson number four, the importance of having a healthy emergency fund cannot be overstated. Conventional wisdom holds that an emergency fund that covers three to six months of basic living expenses is enough that anything beyond six months could be deployed in the market or somewhere else to receive a real return. As we approach the end of 2020, we are now in the 10th month of the pandemic. Even though relief in the way of vaccines appears to be on the horizon, it is safe to assume that things will not return to normal until the second half of 2021 at the earliest. So those who only had a six-month emergency fund and were unfortunately financially impacted by the pandemic, have long ago exhausted their savings account and have had to dip into their retirement savings. Children's college funds, or worse, have fallen into debt. That's why I advocate for a 12-month emergency fund, especially if you have dependents or are unable to drastically cut your living expenses in the event of protracted unemployment. Relying on the government isn't a sound strategy. The government might supplement, but it'll never provide adequate support to truly lift those in need. As we're all seeing now, millions of Americans still continue to suffer the lingering effects of the pandemic, yet the government is nowhere to be found. So relying on the government as a safety net is never advisable. So just to recap here, the four lessons that I've learned for 2020 that I imagine many of you have learned as well were... The world is even more interconnected than many of us imagined. In a lot of ways, we really do live in a global village. Number two, the stock market is not the economy. It is truly possible for half of the country to have the best year as far as their financial net worth is concerned, while the other half suffers untold financial ruin. Number three, no one is immune to unemployment. Despite all of your accomplishments and all of the educational attainment that you have, you could still, by no fault of your own, find yourself out of a job. And number four, having a healthy emergency fund provides you that cushion to not have to rely or depend on outside support, least of all the government as your safety net when life throws you a curveball. Now that we've reviewed my key takeaways for 2020, let's turn our attention to what we can do to have a successful 2021 and beyond, focusing on the three themes of this podcast, along the personal finance domain, in the professional growth area, and then through engagement with our communities and paying it forward. So on the personal finance front, you need a budget. If you don't already have one, Make that the very first thing that you do. If you have one, revisit it and see if it's still appropriate for your lifestyle. There are many different approaches to to budgeting. You can do the line item approach. You can do the zero-based budgeting. You can do the 50-30-20, the 80-20, just to name a few. You'll need to use budgeting tools that are appropriate and provide you the right level of visibility and transparency so that you know if you are sticking to your budget and where, where there could be fat that you could trim and even get additional savings. Number two, you need an emergency fund. This is the single most important pillar of financial stability. For more, please listen to episode one of this podcast, which covers this topic in depth. Number three, you need a sound investing strategy. It is important to begin with the end in mind and work backwards. Take a moment to write down your medium and longer term financial goals and then see what is the appropriate path that will get you there. Number four, estate planning. Simply put, estate planning is the process of choosing who will receive your assets and who will take over your responsibilities in the event of your unexpected death or incapacitation. There are six things that estate planning covers. Having a will and or trust, having a durable power of attorney, beneficiary designations, letter of intent, healthcare power of attorney, and guardianship designations. Start with a will, then move on to the other aspects of estate planning so that in the event that something were to happen to you, your loved ones would have clear instructions on how to carry out your wishes. This covers everything from distributing your wealth to taking care of your children, if you have any. We have seen plenty of stories, even in 2020, where people who were of considerable means, some of them even famous, have passed away and did not have a living will or did not leave behind instructions on how to what to do with their wealth, and that created a whole host of problems for their heirs. On the professional growth side, you need to set appropriate goals for 2021, goals that you will accomplish as an employee, goals that will allow you to get to that next level. As a 1099, you also need to set goals. Maybe you need to hit certain quarters. Maybe you need to increase your, your revenue by XML, whatever is appropriate for your particular space. Likewise, as a small business owner, maybe you need to be able to add additional headcount and grow your business. On the career plan side, you need to have a map of your career over the next five to 10 years. If you don't already have one, make that something to focus on for 2021. If you already have one, review it. Does it still make sense for you? Is that still the path that you want to be on for the next 5-10 years? Number three, find mentors and sponsors. A mentor is someone who has been in your shoes, who has a lot of experience, and from from whose wisdom you you can learn and grow. That's not the same thing as a sponsor. A sponsor is someone who has the influence and authority within your organization or within that sphere to help propel you and get you to the next level. A sponsor is someone who will be pounding the table for your success in rooms that you're not in. So the two are both important, but if you had to pick one, pick a sponsor because that's someone who's vested in your success and who also has the power to enable your success. Many of the elite performers across a variety of fields readily credit the critical roles that mentors and sponsors have played in their success. Truth is, no person is an island. Rarely do individuals accomplish great things alone. You need and should seek out the help of those with the power and influence to help you achieve your goals. The idea of the self-made man, and I'm doing quotation marks here, is a complete myth. On the Paying It Forward side, establish a giving plan for your Sadaqah and for your Zakatul Mal. Speaking of which, how do you calculate your Zakatul Mal? To be able to do that, you need an effective way to track your net worth. What sort of tools can you use to help you make sure that you're giving the correct amount of Zakatul Mal? And then number two on the Paying It Forward side, become a mentor and a sponsor. You don't have to have reached a certain level in whatever industry or whatever area you're in to become a mentor. There's not a, there's not a stage that you reach and then at that point you're qualified to be a mentor and a sponsor. That's not the case at all. Maybe for an, a sponsor, but definitely not for mentorship. So find someone to mentor. If you don't readily know someone who could benefit from your wisdom and your experiences so that you they learn from the mistakes that you've made and, and can avoid them, which I'm sure many of us know young people that are up and coming, but if you don't know one, reach out to your local masjid and see how you can get involved. Help someone else get to the next level. And if you have reached a certain level where you can actually sponsor someone's career, whether in a traditional corporate setting or um, through a, uh, uh, as a small business owner or what have you, then please use that opportunity to pay it forward. If you're not really sure on where to begin on on all the things that I've just touched on, don't worry. Over the coming months, this podcast will cover each of these topics in depth and provide actionable steps to help you set yourself up for a successful 2021 and beyond. That's our episode. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening to this episode. If you find the content helpful, please share this podcast with your friends and family. Join our private Facebook group. Search Tie Your Camel Community in your Facebook browser or app. Thank you for listening. Till next time, go tie your camel.